A young woman keeps calling her sister, but no answer. Her last call home with a picture as she was holding a friend shot dead by Hamas. The war in Israel continues. It's the Israeli 9-11. It's the greatest loss of life since the Holocaust. Another young man living in Canada got a Facebook post from his grandmother. But the post was not from her in her home on a kibbutz, only a mile from Gaza. The picture taken in the grandmother's phone after they shot her. The post of her dying before terrorists burned down her home. Barbaric. The video images of mass shootings, kidnapped civilians and soldiers. As the bombardment of Gaza continues, Hamas warning civilian hostages will be executed if the Gaza attacks keep coming without warning. Israel says it's calling to warn before each new attack. Remember, only Jesus brings peace. I don't give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. This is Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris with a Wednesday special program called Israel at War. Israel now says it has regained control of all the areas infiltrated by the surprise Hamas attack last weekend. Meantime, as the siege of Gaza continues, Gaza citizens are horrified. The threats to execute hostages on camera by Hamas have turned many Gazan citizens against the ruling terror group. One Gaza man telling a reporter, this is wrong. You should not do the wrong thing just because the Israelis are doing wrong. Each new day, Muslims are turning to condemn their political and military leaders. In the next few minutes, we'll be joined by a Jewish tour guide in Israel who is a follower of Yeshua. Daria Short will share her experience as she was able to get a tour group from California out on one of the last planes to fly out of Israel and safely home. And so they also saw the missiles and the Patriot missiles going out to uh, meet the you know the enemy's missiles and so it's very real for them they just they can't believe that it's happened while they're on holiday is this horrific and shameful invasion another sign that christ is coming again soon i hope like me you believe in the soon return of the lord i saw firsthand in my visits to iraq with isis that muslims in large numbers were coming to know jesus I'm praying for that to happen in Gaza and praying for the handful of Christ followers trying to hang on in the Gaza Strip. But I'm also praying that this would be a season for Jews in Israel, secular and religious, to find faith in the Messiah, Jesus Christ. I'm praying out of Romans that Jews in large numbers will find Jesus and be grafted back into the vine. The Jewish Apostle Paul posed the famous question at the end of Romans 9, what then shall we say? That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained it, a righteousness that is by faith? But the people of Israel who pursued the law as the way of righteousness have not attained their goal. Why not? Because they pursued it, not by faith, but as if it were by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone. As it is written, Paul quoting from the Old Testament. See, I lay in Zion a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And the one who believes in him will never be put to shame. Well, may the living stone, the rock, Jesus, 
become known in Israel, especially now. That's why we're teaming up with the largest Christian ministry in Israel, Jews for Jesus, to offer help and hope for Israel. How is this happening? Jews for Jesus has mobilized their entire team and is handing out blankets, clothes, toiletries, even food to displaced Israelis in the south along the Gaza border. Many have lost their homes. It's a time like this when Jews are open to receiving a free New Testament, to be prayed over, to even be open to receiving Jesus, Yeshua, as their Messiah. Here's how you can help. Call us after the program. Pray for peace. Pray how much you should send. 50, 100, 1,000 or more. Tell us how much you want to send to Israel, how much you want to give to help us at Haven today. Every dollar you send for Israel goes to Israel. We don't take a handling fee. Our number is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Or make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Now, let's open the program with Christian Sandfield. And even so, come. All of creation, all of the earth, make straight a highway. For the Lord, Jesus is coming soon. Call back the sin, wake up the saint, let every nation shout of your fame. Yes, Jesus is coming soon. Like a
even so come, Lord Jesus, come. Welcome to Haven Today, and uh, with us coming from Israel is a tour guide. She is Jewish through and through, she tells me, uh, but she also recognizes Yeshua as her Messiah, her Lord, her Savior. Uh, Daria Short, thank you for joining me as this war is underway in your country right now. Thank you so much for giving me the time. And um, yeah, we are under absolute um, bombardment um, and there's literally terror all around. Um, I'm close to the northern border right now, and we've had infiltrations from the north. We've had um, missiles being shot at us from the north, too. So um, my family are in the south at the moment, and they have been in and out of bomb shelters all day with sirens and constant booming um, all day. And even if you're not under direct fire, it's, I think, a psychological warfare to just hear this constant booming. And then, of course, we see the same footage that everybody else does, and we hear the same news of all the atrocities, everything coming in constantly. it It's uh, mind-blowing, literally, and um, overwhelming and devastating, just the level of atrocity. We can't fathom it. So I appreciate that you know, people are asking after us and uh, who want to know the truth. Uh, Daria, you actually were leading a tour uh, when the war broke out. Uh, Did you see the missiles? Did you hear the missiles, uh, even though you were with a tour group uh, leading that tour in Israel last Saturday morning? Yes, we saw saw them Saturday morning. um, My tourists were also very much uh, under fire. They were staying in a different uh, hotel from from where I was staying, and um, you know they had to follow the directives. They don't speak the language, so they were bewildered initially. And then I got onto the phone and told them what to do. And then in the evening we were together, and at night, of course, you can see the missiles quite clearly. And so they also saw the missiles and the Patriot missiles going out to. Uh, meet the you know the enemy's missiles and so it's very real and for them they just they can't believe that it's happened while they're on holiday you know as unexpected as it has been for for them it's even more unexpected for us we're used to low level constant niggling let's say at the mm-hmm. borders mm-hmm. that what this is there are no words really so you've been in Israel uh, your life, uh, your mm-hmm. parents, your family goes back. You could trace your lineage back to 1700s, you've told me. Uh, y- you've seen war before, but you haven't seen war like this. I have. In in 1973, I was a young child in the bomb shelter at the Yom Kippur War. So there are eerie similarities. We were also vulnerable it was a high holy day. Just Yom Kippur in in the Bible is called the Sabbath of Sabbaths. It's like the rest of rests. And um, the last Saturday was uh, another high holy day. It is the eighth day in in the um, in the Bible. It's called Shemini Atzeret, the eighth 
great day of the feast. Mm-hmm. It backs onto the Feast of Tabernacles. So and and Sukkot had just ended, and it was Shabbat when the war took place started exactly exactly it's a the day it's meant to be a day of rest and it's meant to be a day of rejoicing um the whole of sukkot the feast of tabernacles is supposed to be about rejoicing so this was the eighth day and we were celebrating and actually it was 6 30 in the morning when we were you know woken up rudely and we were so startled we're like what we on a shabbat on a on this holy day like it can't be a drill mm. and then we realized once we you know once we put on our our phones and started to watch the news coming in we were just absolutely shocked and our friends were you know sending messages they can't find their children we i have a really good friend whose son she couldn't get hold of her son he was meant to be at that the party i don't know if you saw they so far 260 youths were slaughtered at a party that they had down in the mm-hmm. south yes. it was also a, a sukkot celebration and she couldn't find her son and it turned out in the end that um, he had decided not to go to the party and he had his phone switched off because he wanted to catch up on sleep. So you can mm. imagine how great that rejoicing was that he was spared. But how many of his friends did he lose? And sorry, on that note, just today, we heard of a very a young believer. Um, his parents um, run a congregation in the south and he was killed in combat and you know we are grieving everybody knows somebody who is directly affected so you know i I, there are no words really how are you praying as a jewish believer in yushia how are you thinking of this on a spiritual dimension daria so for me um i always go to the promises of God. Firstly, he who keeps Israel neither dozes nor sleeps. Um, as the mountains all around Jerusalem, so the Lord is all around his people. Um, all the promises in the Psalm, Psalms 91. Um, That's what I have open right now on my desk here in the studio, oh, Psalm 91. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Um, and so, you know, the contrast between, you know, many will fall at my right side and everything, knowing that this is reality right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's hard because I am constantly reminded that people are looking to me. Um, what, you know, what should they pray? What should they be focusing on? Not only for my tourists, but for my my own children and um, my grandchildren, you know, they are following their parents' lead. And um, like so today, my grandchildren were in bomb shelters and my son is, he was called up, he's on base um, fighting the enemy. And um, I have to stand on the promises of the word, otherwise I think I would just fall apart. Absolutely. Um... I want to ask you a hard question. How do you, uh, are you praying for Muslims to come to Yeshua, even with these attacks going on right now? Oh, absolutely. I mean, God loves all people. He's not partial to one particular people group or one particular religion. Um, I have Muslim friends who I actually actively get to share the word with because 
um, especially the ones who are fervent in their in their religion and their in their belief. I can relate to them on a level of faith, you know, and I can say to them, mm -hmm. for example, I've I've read the Quran, and so I can say to them, look, I've read in the in the Torah, this and this and this. I didn't see that in the Quran. Um, so how do you relate to your Allah? And I speak either in Hebrew or Arabic, you know, it, it depending. And so I want them to know that there's a, such a difference between religion and faith. Um, so I, I actually have had amazing opportunities to speak to my Muslim friends. And um, it, it's, I still, of course, I pray for them. I love them. I'm not thinking of them as the enemy. I know who the enemy mm -hmm. is and I know who mm -hmm. the enemy is using currently. Um, mm -hmm. I understand that God has promises for, you know, his people and the enemy doesn't like that. Um, it's it's very important to know that Israel is a person. Israel is a people. Israel is a place. And God has promises for Israel, the person. Israel, the people. Israel, the place. And the enemy hates that. And so I have to just keep focused on understanding that this is a this is a spiritual war before it's even a physical war. One last question, Daria. Mm -hmm. uh, what does Yeshua mean to you personally? Yeshua, um, I, I love the scripture where the angel comes and says his name will be Jesus because he will save his people from this. And in Hebrew, it's clearer. It says, Korim lo Yeshua ki hu Yoshia. His name will be salvation because he will save his people from their sins. And um, he is my savior. First and foremost, I am, you know, I can't reach God without my savior that is what he came for um he was obedient to his father and he asked us to be obedient um to his father and so who is he to me he is my anchor i mean the word the word is uh, what i stand on without the word i have no foundation i have no plumb line i have no compass you know that is who he is to me, everything, my stability, my security. So, Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Daria Shorts coming to us from Israel um, in the middle of a war. Thank you for taking the time to uh, be able to join us here on Haven today. Thank you, Charles. I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity. Thank you for your prayers and for your support. It means more than words can say. Just miss for his name.
The late Keith Green, one of his greatest hits, The Lord is My Shepherd from Psalm 23. On a haven today called Israel at War, I'm Charles Morris. I spoke earlier about this being the time for the living stone, the rock, Jesus, to become known in Israel, especially in this time of war. For Jews whose lives are threatened to be grafted into the vine, as Paul speaks about in Romans. And that's why we're teaming up with the largest Christian ministry in Israel, Jews for Jesus, to offer help and hope for Israel. How is this happening? Jews for Jesus has mobilized their entire team and is handing out blankets, clothes, food, toiletries, even food to displace Jews in the south along the Gaza border. Many have lost their homes. It's a time like this when Jews are open to receiving a free New Testament to be prayed over, to even be open to receiving Jesus, Yeshua, as their Messiah. Here's how you can help. Call us right now. Pray for peace. Pray for how much you should send, 50, 100, $1,000 or more. Tell us how much you want to send to Israel, how much you want to give to help us at Haven today. Every dollar for Israel goes to Israel. We don't take a handling fee. Our number is 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Or if it's a little easier for you, make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And if you'd like to hear and share the voices we've recorded from Israel, we've compiled all of those for our Great Stories podcast. Jewish followers of Jesus talking about their firsthand experiences in this war and how they are trusting in their Messiah in this hard time. Look for the Great Stories podcast wherever you get your podcasts or learn more by going to haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Pray for the peace in Israel. Come back with me again tomorrow, won't you? When again together, we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Now I've done it. You ever said those words? I'm sure we all have. We are all sinful people, you and me. And sometimes we just can't seem to get things right. Maybe we've sinned against someone in a close relationship or our employer. But no matter what other humans we've sinned against, all sin is against God. It breaks his holy law. King David sinned and he repented. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. He called on the Lord and the Lord answered him with fire from heaven on the altar of burnt offering. That doesn't just work for kings. Cry out to God in repentance over your sins, and he'll answer you with grace and mercy. Try out Anchor Devotional today in print. Visit getanchor.com.